Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 109. It's the E&S this podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Judah. I'm here with, hopefully, coming in. I know we had a heavy night last night. A few margaritas, a few patrons from Porta Banus. Is he there? Timothy Spears, wake up. Hotel room in Marbs, are you okay? Hello. Oh, dearie me. Hello. Goodness me. Uh, what, what's the weather like out there? How, how's, how's it going? What's it like? It's five degrees and raining, baby. Yeah. Oh, no. Five <laughs> degrees and raining in, in sunny Marbs. What's in going on? sunny Stafford. Oh, yeah. Sunny Stafford. Oh, dear. Sadly, not in Marbs. Everyone, th- everyone, thinks, everyone thinks we're in Marbella, but no, we're not, sadly. Well, I th- when you say everyone thinks... We're in Marbella. I think I think people still think that we're in Marbella last year as well. <laughs> yeah, from that we did. Yeah, we did one video with the, <laughs> with a random green screen of some beach in the background. Put our sunglasses on, t-shirts. Whilst I was wearing my work shirt. <laughs> Didn't you? Oh, yeah. we have some Ambrosol there? Uh, some some, some, some yeah, sun cream as well. We were literally in the basement at Express and Star Towers. Freezing. Probably probably worse than five degrees. Probably that like minus one in that. In that, um, that yeah, people were generally hoodwinked into oh, <laughs> thinking dear. we were there. We provided oh. no content for the rest of the week. They just thought no, that was no, a uh, yeah. job, job done. Yeah, absolutely. Um, t- 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 talking of job done, yeah. you've got to start this week's podcast by talking about your fantastic achievement this week. Job done. Nathan Judah did some Lego. Oh, oh. Did, did you do some Lego? Honestly. Did you do it? Are you having a giraffe? That's the most complicated thing I've had to do in years. Oh, come on. Are oh, yeah, no, probably, it probably is for you. <laughs> <laughs> Six and a half thousand pieces. The second the second um, biggest box that, that Lego do in the history of, of buying products. I'm playing um, Hungry Hippos later. Do you want to come over? Oh, you are an absolute douchebag. <laughs> are you joking? That that's That's for ages 10 plus, you know. <laughs> You can't get a nine-year-old doing that. That that that's a legitimate piece of architectural brilliance. So have you had have you had fun doing? You didn't tell me about this. You done, done your little Lego. Have you had well, fun? I was, ta- I was taking time. I mean, you know, that, that took me over a week to do. That did. I mean, <laughs> I'm not joking. The amount of pieces and the work that had to go into that. Legos have got Legos have got difficult. You know. What, what you, what do you like you, this, dear? Do you like Pardon? Lego? I do, I do like Lego. Have you not seen the Lego Movie? Lego Movie Two's coming out soon as well. <laughs> no, this is a new side of you. Not seen this before. You're more Duplo than Lego, anyway. To be fair to you, I don't even know what that means. I'm 33. Du- oh, <laughs> honestly, I'm going to buy you some Lego for Christmas. Well, you not? Do you not do Lego when you were little? Yes, when I was little. Yeah, but there's, there's adult. And then, then I grew Lego out of it when I was seven. When did you go to Legoland last? I've never been. Oh my! God. I'm an adult man. Come oh, on. My. Good God, I feel so sorry for you. It's fantastic. It's very therapeutic as well. It just relieves the, the stress of being around you every day. To be honest, it just takes your mind off things. When you you know you're trying to find a little a little a little square brick, um, and, you know, in the bag. Do you know how many bags there were of, of Lego pieces? Because obviously mm. there's, there's there's a manual, and you get four books of so four different books of manuals. 
And um, and there's over 47 bags of Lego that wow. went into that. I mean, that Stunning. is amazing. It's £250 well spent. That, wow. <laughs> you, could, you could have bought the entire series of Thomas the Tank for that. And, and a change. You like Thomas the Tank Engine, don't diss Thomas the Tank. When I was six. Oh, please. <laughs> no, well done. Um, We're, honestly, everyone's really proud of you. Just shut up, okay. Should we talk some football? Yeah, t- talking of bags, by the way. Oh, yes, yes, bags. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice little delivery. Ah, very good. Expression Star Towers. We did. So so, so for people who were, were not aware um, on um, um, the Tuesday night, was it Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday night um, when, when Wolves played Shrewsbury Town. Um, Tim's been bullying me recently with my flask. Well, he's, he's moved on from flask bullying now um, to, to, to lunch, lunch bag and lunchbox bullying. Um, I brought my little piece of, uh, little piece of beef on, on Tuesday night um, in a lovely bag um, and got tweeted with... Um, well, you tweeted out, didn't you? And um, had a go at me. Sorry, I was just drinking some coffee. Yes, I just tweeted out, yeah. yeah. Don't know why. Um, anyway, we, we, we ran a competition to see what would be inside the bag. However, we got a lovely, lovely, um, lovely tweet from a gentleman, Paul Morris, who said, Is that, that's a Biomaster bag, if, I, if, I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken. And um, he said, look underneath, and, and it indeed was. Didn't know too much what that meant at the time anyway. Did, did, um, did you reply to Biomaster? Yes, I did, yes. You I did, took, you I did. Took, it's, it's, yes, you like doing that. Have you got a tweet back from Gary Lineker yet, after you've tweeted him, at, tweeted I him at, twice? I didn't at, didn't at Biomaster. <laughs> you, honestly, honestly. It's only because it's only because I can't slap you because you're in a different location today that you're trying to be mischievous. You need to, you need to relax, okay? Um, anyway, got to work this morning, and um, on my desk... There was a lovely uh, fa- a selection of beautiful bags of, of, of lunch bags and, and plastic bags that, that I can use um, to, to store my food to my heart's content with, um, with a letter saying to Nathan and Tim, thought uh, these might come in useful from founder and CEO of Admaster, Paul Morris, who, who people might know of um, as Finner's dad, which I didn't know at the time. Finnish. Um, Finnish fin- from, um, from, from YouTube, YouTube fame. I'm sure you've seen plenty of his, his videos. And, 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 and Paul is, is obviously on them as well. And I just want to say thank you very much. It's very kind of you. I'm sure you'll tweet out a picture at a later date, Tim. I mean, you, yeah, you had all those bags on your desk, but I, I swiped the best ones yesterday because it was your day off. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I've got loads here, yeah. Booger, what did you get? <laughs> just oh, some, not, I'm not happy with just, that. Just bags, I don't know. Mm. Mrs. Loves mean, that kind of stuff. Oh. She, she, she shouts at me whenever I go to Tesco and don't take a bag with me. I find it quite a strange concept. So, so I've, got, I've got the dregs of the bags then, basically? Yeah, no, but you know, they're, they're all... No, 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 don't call them dregs. They're all really good. For the well, I don't know which ones you've, you've, you've taken now. I don't know which ones you've taken. You've, you've frustrated me. Uh, ones so I can bring my... Um, uh, second-hand orange squash with me in a nice little bag next time. Oh, excellent. Did you, do you know what Biomaster is, then? Uh, yeah. Go on, then. No, no, I do, I do know. Go on, then. No, we, we've, got, we've got to run that time. <laughs> Biomaster is, it, it's, um, can be easily incorporated into any plastic, textile, paper, paint, or coating. Guarantees fast, effective, and microbial protection for the effective lifetime of the product. Are they, helps, our, new, are they our new sponsors, are they? Helps to, helps to gain the immune... <laughs> You've got your sponsor's voice on. 
helps to keep the surfaces <laughs> you clean. You've been doing this and building supplies later. And, and hygienic <laughs> reduces the risk of cross-contamination. That's Biomaster. All right, they've given us sponsors. enough bags. They're not going to give us any more. Oh, dear. I'll, ta- I'll, I'll take all the bags. Anyway, thank you very much, Finnis Senior. The best-dressed man in Wolverhampton, by the way, if, you, if you've ever met him. Smart. Um, right. <laughs> wow, it's incredible. Um, let's talk some football, Tim. We've, we've had a couple of a couple of wins. Um, we're getting used to them now. Evertonians um, got stuffed three-one, and then um, and then Shrewsbury was a, a little bit a little bit more um, nervous, but but job done. So before, rather than summarise it because we've done that, we'll go straight into hot or not, and we can explain some of the reasons why, and we'll talk a little bit about the game. So hot, hot. The man who is hot at the moment. Leander Dendonka, the forgotten man, is now very much the man of the moment. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> the, you know, the big thing about these, these two games and the ones we just had, in five games, he mm. scored 15 goals. How many? Do you remember when Wolves couldn't score? That's <laughs> all. Ridiculous. That was the problem in the first half of the season. They've gone goal crazy, goal That's nuts. Mental. Unbelievable. Why? Yeah. What, what's changed? Is just, just the formation? Is, is it players back in form? Is it a combination of, of both? It's, it's a difficult one to answer because they, they, they weren't struggling to create chances, were they, in the, no. in the first half of the season? I think they were, they've always been in the, kind of the top five for, or top six for chances created, you know, that yeah. expected goals malarkey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, well, Jota's played a key part in it, hasn't he? And um, I think Dendonka as well because he's kind of freed up the two alongside him. And Dendonka's been a bit of a revelation, actually. Um, He's got got to speed very quickly. He, yeah, it's not like he had a couple of bang average games to settle in. You know, I thought he was really solid at Spurs at Wembley, yeah, he was, yeah. and then very good against Liverpool in the FA Cup. And, and since then, he's just just kind of gone to a new level, really. And um, Saturday was the um, the culmination of that. I thought he was man of the match, even without his goal. Superb in both boxes. Eight tackles, Nathan. Eight tackles. Wow. Eight. Se- second highest um, figure this season after Matinho at Fulham. And, and and the box to box player that Wolves, I know Unjai was brought in in that kind of mould, but I mean you know, all the greatest respect to Unjai, he's, he's no Dendonka, no. Um, who's just kind of nailed it already. That box to box role, um, he doesn't look, he doesn't look like a natural footballer, but um, no, he doesn't now. But he pulls it off. He can. Um, That's a great finish, by the way. I mean, it's he's a brilliant finish. work to do. Fantastic, right into the roof of the net. Boom. Well, it's it's the classic great technique for a, for a big man, isn't it? And look, 23 years old as well. I mean, they really are signing people with plenty of, you know, plen- plenty of fuel left in the tank. No, totally, yeah. Yet, yet another mm. yet another player aged between 20 and 25 that they bought in on what I'm sure will be a long-term contract. I mean, I was looking at the contract situations the other day. I mean, mm. they're all, all, the, all the key main players, except for Matinho, are, are signed up until 2020. 22 and 2023 and who, yeah. kn- who knows where Wolves and us will be in those uh, in 2023 can you imagine <laughs> no, in a gutter somewhere <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah Dendonka very very impressive N- not just for what he's he's done personally but what mm-hmm. he's also allowed others to do because never, there's no coincidence that Neves and Matinho have, uh, have improved since his introduction into the side very much so. Um, one person we haven't mentioned too, too much lately, but 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 again was excellent returning to Merseyside. Connor Cody. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, Connor Cody. Connor Cody. Do you know, I saw um, I saw some ridiculous thing this week. Premier League, worst Premier League team of the season. What? Right. Now, this is based purely on stats. And mm-hmm. they, in, in fairness to the Bang Average website that this was published on, they did say this is a statistical anomaly and doesn't reflect how good Cody is. However, right. in terms of contributions to matches, so based on the amount of interceptions, tackles and headers he does, his figures are actually quite low. Um, because he's often, well, he's often kind of last last man, isn't he? And kind of not sort of like the last sort of like the last ditch option, isn't he, to, to help them out in the centre of defence. Yes. For crosses and through balls, etc. Normally mm-hmm. it's Bolly or Bennett, or the, the two defensive midfielders who'll get there first, or the wing-backs. And if, if they beat all those players, then Cody's there. So his numbers aren't that high. Um, so yeah, he was in the worst worst Premier League team of the season. However, what um, statistical websites do not take into account for is communication, leadership, and most importantly, organisation. I mean, honestly, w- w- when it gets quiet during matches, and I'm sure it wasn't quiet at all in the away end on Saturday at Goodison Park, but when it does go quiet, and you, you can hear it a bit more from the press box, he's you can just hear him. You can just hear that shrill Scouse accent louder yeah. than anybody in the whole stadium. He is, <laughs> he is the most important part of this Wolves defence. And that organisation does not, does not come naturally to everybody, mm. and not mm. everybody has it. But he's exceptional at it, and he's the main reason why Wolves' defence is so good. I know they conceded a few more recently, but he's... Um, He's doing so well. And yeah, he, he was um, back to his best, I thought, at Goodison Park in terms of... I mean, he's so important as well, bringing it out from the back. His long ball ratio mm. is excellent. He often finds his target. And and look, Nuno, I think Nuno talked talked glowingly about him, I think, when we mean in, in conjunction with Danny Bart leaving and, and Connor Cody being the captain. I mean, he mm. just he knows how, how important he is, how integral he is to this side and the, and the leadership priorities. He kind of just... You could just tell when Nuno was talking about him that he's got it. He's, he's got exactly what he wants and he gets it. Yeah, totally. And yeah, Nuno said some nice stuff about that, and, and said he kind of learned from Danny Bart last year in, in terms of captaincy. And now, and um, he says, yeah, it's about when to say things at the right time. And yeah, he knows, he, you know, you just yeah, as you say, he, he just gets it. You know, a massive part of this team, and improving as well. You you, you know, you look at. I thought it was quite an obvious reflection to make after the Everton game as to how far Wolves had come since the first Everton game. Mm-hmm. When, yes, they claimed a point on the opening day, but they did so through guts and spirit, really, rather than actually playing well. Yeah. And then you contrast that with Saturday, and they were just head and shoulders above Everton. Mm-hmm. But also, individually, you could go through pretty much every single player in this team and say that they've made strides this season. There, yeah. there are a couple of exceptions which is always going to be the case. But, and, but Cody would be one who's, who's made improvements for me. Mm-hmm. I think there were still doubts as to whether he'd step up to Premier League level. Mm-hmm. Fair doubts, since mm-hmm. he's, he's only ever played one season at centre-half in his career and, you know, had, had, had struggled before that in midfield. So he's made massive strides and he deserves an England call-up now. He really does. And the third, hot. Um, hot. Matt Doherty. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we, we're talking about Shrewsbury as well. I mean, just what 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 a player. Mm-hmm. What a man. Des- desperate. Even more desperate than John Ruddy for a cup run. Yeah. Um, single-handedly dragged Wolves into the fifth round of the FA Cup with three goals and an assist in the tie. Just a phenomenal footballer. Um, I spoke to his... Um, 
former teammate Sylvain Ebanks Blake. Oh yes. Last night at the Cleveland mm. Arms, a fantastic evening's entertainment. Akeem and Ebanks Blake on great form. There's a couple of stories on the website today, and more to come from um, Sylvain next week. Who just spoke about Matt Doherty and the strides he's made. Because easy to forget, Matt Doherty is approaching his tenth year at Wolverhampton Wanderers. And T- testimonial. Well, yeah, the first mm-hmm. it'd be the first one in a while. You know, Deadly Dave made it to nine and a half, and yeah, he, um, Matt Doherty joined in two thousand ten. Still going and getting better. Honestly, he's having a phenomenal season. I mean, Jimenez is having a wonderful season as well. But I, does Doherty make Player of the Season? I it's oh. just again, it's just same with Cody or Neves last year. It's like, but it's the journey that they've been on and from League One and now producing his best form in mm. the Premier League. That takes a strong character to do that. So, he's so um, he's on. so focused. He comes across as laid back sometimes and I know he gets a bit of the stick from the fans for not, not applauding them at full time. Yeah. He doesn't need to do that. It's not it's not what he's about. It's not what he's about. He, he's a proper professional guy, like I say he's quite laid back and he just he doesn't care about the extra bits like all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. He just wants to do his job. And he's doing it very, very well. Put um Put a tweet out saying that, that he gets he does get some stick at times and don't and don't understand why. Pl- plenty of people not happy with that, saying that he doesn't get any stick. I've never seen no social media criticism of uh, of Matt Doherty. I think it's often probably because we get stuff um, during the matches. Mm-hmm. The people people who are obviously at the games maybe might not see because they're busy watching the game. Yeah. Often when he does a, mis- a mistake during the game. Like I remember the Man City away one being the prime mm. example recently mm. when um, he lost Sané, was it, for the for yeah. the opener or Sterling, I can't remember. Yeah. And um, everyone was just on him and it was horrible. But I it's guess vitriolic. unless you go back through those tweets after the match, then you would have missed it really. But yeah, sure. it was horrendous. Um, so so a couple of, a couple of poll questions that I put yesterday and that, that tie nice with, with what you've just uh, said. Uh, first one is, uh, how much is Doc worth? Um, see what you would suggest, Tim. Um, bearing in mind, Johnny's just gone for eighteen million pounds. Um, so I said five to ten million, ten to fifteen million, fifteen to twenty million, or twenty million plus. What would you? What would, what would your choice have been? Uh, it's, it's probably probably around the same as Johnny. I'd say. Oh, I'd, I'd, yeah, that's fifteen, sixteen million kind of price so, range. So um, one thousand seven hundred votes, of which four percent said five to ten million, twenty three percent said ten to fifteen. Thirty-seven percent said fifteen to twenty, and thirty-six percent said twenty million plus. Wow, which is um, incredible, really. And you've got to think that realistically, going into this season, he's probably added a ten mil onto that with the way he's adapted. Would you say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got to say so, don't you? He just owns that right flank mm. week after week, and you know, scored more goals than any defender, any, any Premier League defender, you know, mm. now in all competitions, albeit mm-hmm. three against Shrewsbury. Um, defensively very sound, yeah. fantastic attitude. You know, a proper team player. He's, he's just, yeah. he's just, he's good in the air. He's just got ev- everything you want, really. Um, and so, he'd be extremely hard to replace. But honestly, I tell you, he, he can play for a top six team. I've mm-hmm. absolutely no doubt about that. Um, who is Wolves' player of the season so far as well? Which you mentioned. So four choices: Raúl, Jota, Moutinho, and Doc. Um, where would your choice be, Tim? Uh, it's, I mean, it's tough. Mm. You, you, you top three are Matinho, Doherty, and and Jimenez. Mm-hmm. The order's tight. Jimenez had that bad spell for a few weeks. Oh, sorry, Jimenez. Matinho had that bad spell for a few weeks, so yeah. he's probably third. It's really fifty-fifty. Jimenez, Doherty, really. 
tough one. Tough one. At this, well, at this stage, probably just about Jimenez because without his goals, they'd be really struggling. Do you know what? What do you think? What do you think the the polls were? Two thousand one hundred fifty votes. I think after Jimenez scoring, what is it? Four in three. Uh, mm-hmm. I think. I think he, he would get the vote at the moment. Yeah, he does. He, he wins it um, quite convincingly, really. 52% say Jimenez, 2% say Jota, and Moutinho and Doc tied at 23% each. Yeah, I mean, Jota, Jota didn't score a goal or provide an assist for his first 14, no. 14 matches. So no, I had to find a fourth not, person. Yeah. So. <laughs> right. um, like I said, I said in the tweet, Ryan Sessegnon just missed out on that poll. Oh, um, did you do a little banter? Oh, a little bit of banter. Atted Ryan Sessegnon. <laughs> <laughs> Right, not, not, um, not this week, Mr. Jonathan Ruddy. Ruddy L. Mm. Oh, John. Oh, dear. Oh, Johnny baby. Oh, dear John. Hey, lovely stuff. Penny for your thoughts. Lovely stuff. Mm. Oh, yeah, just, uh, you know, gutted for him, I think, I think we all were, really, because we know what a professional he is and how this is his big chance in the cup. It's just you know, it's one of those. I bet he couldn't do it again if he tried. No, no. It was chance. a bit of a. It was a real freak touch of the ball. I think he's half gone to catch it and half gone to parry it. Done neither, mm. and it's ended up just kind of hitting him. And then well, it wasn't the, going in, was it? It was going, it was going wide. wide. And then it's the way it's bounced over the line, so embarrassingly. Just a shock at one of those where you're like. <gasps> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Can't believe well, what I've look, just seen. You look at the defenders and, and say, and they've got the hands on. It's one yeah. of those where you just look at the players and they can't yeah. believe it themselves. The only saving grace for John was that it, it wasn't um, a goal that cost them getting through to mm. the next round. Mm-hmm. So the debate now, you know, quickly moves on to whether he plays at, at Bristol City, um, and we'll find out soon because it's only next weekend. I we will a, do. Uh, you know, we spoke about this in the video, didn't we? A little bit. I, I've got a hunch that he'll that Nuno will stick with him. And be the only one from the in, in inverted commas second stringers that almost he'll stick with. yeah I think he'll make two I think he'll, I think we'll see like two or three changes this time. Um, I'm um, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to agree with you, but I, I think that he will play John Ruddy and then the rest, as in like what you'll probably see, you know, yeah. regarding Jota's fit that that the rest of that team. I think that, J- Jota would be the one that played at Everton. Who probably wouldn't play. Really? I mean, well, he picked up a knock the other night. Remember. Um, yeah. So he wasn't playing against Shrewsbury. It's in two weeks' time, though. He's had two injuries this season, um, hamstring and a quad, I think. So he's more the most susceptible player in the squad to injury this season. I, I don't think I don't think he'll risk him. Oh, Tim, I'd be absolutely stunned if Jota doesn't play. The, 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 where they are at the moment with, with the chances they've got, like unless he is injured. But if he is fit, and let's hope he's fit for Newcastle, let alone. Bristol City, I'd be absolutely stunned if he didn't start him. I think, I think this is the time now. I think he'll be on the bench. I do. Do you? Yeah, I, I just think he's, he's such an important player now. And like I said, he's susceptible to injury and three knocks now this season. You know, mm-hmm. we'll see how we, see if he's fit on Monday. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. But anyway, the the, the the Ruddy question. I think the fact that Nuno was was Nuno's been in Ruddy's position. He yeah. was a, he was a cup keeper for Porto, mm-hmm. who never played in the league. Mm-hmm. He's been there, and I know Nuno isn't isn't is the least sentimental person you could ever meet in your whole life. Yeah. However, I do think that that may come into his thinking a little bit that he's been there. If, um, you've got to remember, Patricia hasn't even been on the bench in, in the cup games. It's Norris who's been mm-hmm. on the bench. 
So I, I, I think I think he'll stick with Ruddy. You know, we, we know Ruddy's very, a very good keeper. He's more than good enough to, to be in the team to beat Bristol City. Yeah. However, the issue with keepers is, as with outfield players, if you're going to come in from the cold every few weeks... Mm-hmm. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be at your best. No, of you're just course not, not because you need, no. particularly with keepers, you need to be in a rhythm. You know, with, with your eye line and, and your position and whatnot, you need to be in a rhythm week after week after week. So, you, yeah. so it's second nature. If he's if he's coming in from the cold and now he now he might be doubting himself. Yeah, it's tough. It's however, really tough. However, I look at it on the other on the, on the other side of things, and and we did discuss this that if uh, and and wow, what an unbelievable season! If they did get to a, a cup semi final or a cup final at Wembley, do you leave your your experienced, you know, national keeper, um, who you brought in for eighty million pounds on the bench, or would you play it? Now we kind of agreed that that Patricia would play in the big game. So um, if he's going to play in in that game, or well, we thought that he that Nuno might pick him in that yeah. game. So if he's looking Maybe. for an excuse in inverted commas to play Patricio, surely this will be the time at Bristol City to move him in, rather than wait till let's say they get through with Ruddy, and then it becomes harder and harder to make that decision going into a potential semi-final or a final. Well, Nuno's made plenty of big calls, hasn't he, in terms of moving players on. Barry Douglas mm-hmm. being the prime example. You know, he's he's ruthless. That is in his nature. He is yeah. ruthless. Yeah. I don't know. It's a it's a tough one, yeah, because you know this guy's won Euro two thousand sixteen, mm-hmm. um, and one of the best shot stoppers I've ever seen, to be honest, at Molyneux. So, but if, if he, he made a mistake like that, like you said, that could cost him it, or lost him it, or mm. or, or or in a semi final, or going into a final. I mean, well, it's, it's that argument I spoke about last week. Why would you leave anything to chance in, in yeah. the cups if you've got a chance yeah. of winning it? Mm-hmm. However, if you're saying Ruddy's your, your cup keeper, then you've got to stick with that. But, but we don't know what he said to him privately, do we? As he said, as no. he said to Ruddy, you know, you are my keeper in mm-hmm. the cups. Come what mm-hmm. come what may, literally, mm-hmm. or. Well, he might pull him in Marbs and then Benus after a couple of years and say, you know, remember what I said um, a couple of weeks ago, John? But what I'm saying is that you think that what we do think is that you, your Triores and, and your Costas will probably will not start at Bristol City. You think that probably he'll go stronger than that. So if he is yeah. going to leave some of those players out, is it easier to leave to leave Ruddy out in the same situation as in like a blanket drop yeah, rather yeah, than perhaps it, it would draw less, him out it later would draw, on? It would draw less attention to it than, than if we did yeah. it now rather than later. I agree, but. Yeah. His his team selection at Ashton Gate will be fascinating, Nathan. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fascinating. What, what will it be? Midday next next Sunday. Yeah, yeah. What does he do? What does he think about it? I mean, the fact they got six six days either side of the cup game mm-hmm, free mm-hmm. definitely helps. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder what Fosen are saying to Nuno. Yeah, yeah. What's what's what, what's, point, what, yeah. what's Big Jeff saying? Is he kind mm-hmm. of saying, "Look, you got to go for this now." Yeah. That that may come into it as well. Yeah, very good, very good point. Um, we shall see. It's very definitely intriguing. Um, so that's well, the first I, one. well, and I, w- I wonder just to, just finally, I wonder mm-hmm. if, if Monday's imp- Monday's result will have an impact because if, if they get beat by Newcastle, yeah, suddenly seventh place far less secure. If they mm-hmm. beat, if if results go their way this weekend and they yeah. beat Newcastle and go, yeah. well, I don't know, six points clear mm-hmm. in seventh, mm-hmm. then suddenly, come on, FA Cup massive priority. Yeah, yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, we'll see. What would you rather do? I mean, beat Newcastle and what's the more important game, Monday or Monday Br- or Bristol Sunday? City? Bristol yeah, City. I think, I think so too, especially the way that they put themselves out there. They've almost given themselves a, you know, a, 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 an iffy couple of results, haven't they? And they're still right in there. Yeah, and well, them. that's it. They've got this. They've got this cushion now, mm-hmm. and they've got winnable fixtures coming up. You know, Bournemouth and Huddersfield away. You've got to be looking at four points. Mm-hmm. 
minimum and then uh, then Cardiff at home so Cardiff terrible on the road so fantastic opportunity in those games even if Mm -hmm. you do slip up against Newcastle which I don't think they will Mm -hmm. Um, second second knot Helder Costa (sighs) oh Helder (sighs) I mean getting a lot of stick now he is and and I hate to say it but quite rightly so I think you know he's had chances now and He's definitely at the back of the pack for me. And it's a, such a shame because he, he is such a talented player on his day. But, you know, the way that things are going and, and, and the, you know, they want success now and he's he's definitely not, not himself, is he? Well, you know, a couple of weeks he was probably ahead of Traore and Cavalero mm-hmm. in terms of pecking order. And now, I think, yeah, I think he's at the back of that now, especially after Traore was, was arguably, apart from Doherty, the best player on the pitch the other night. Mm-hmm. Cavalero got his goal, superbly well taken, and Costa just, just didn't contribute. Yeah. Again, against League One opposition, you know, mm-hmm. for the second time in ten days, he mm-hmm. just he didn't didn't, just didn't do anything really. No, no. A couple of nice little link ups, and that that was it. So I don't know what's wrong with him. What I would what I would say to him is that you know, as we said earlier, Jota, fourteen games, no goals, no assists. Everyone thinking this guy can't cut it at the Premier League. That's true. That's true. And look how look how he's turned it around. Something's the penny's dropped. Something's clicked, and he's gone on an unbelievable run of form. Mm-hmm. We know that Costa can do it. We know he's capable. Yeah. The issue with Costa is we haven't seen it for so long, and mm-hmm. probably since since his injury. Um, you are dropping out a little bit, Tim. Um, Hello. But, well, I, I can I can hear you fine. And um, there's there's a couple of times you have dropped out, but you come back. So if you are listening to, him, there are a couple of times where Tim Tim drops out. Apologies for that, but I think we should be okay going forward anyway. Okay. Um. So so that's that's Costa. Like, the the other argument is that obviously they've got such a thin squad, Tim, and 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 you know next season, let's fingers crossed. I mean, what a fantastic you know year it would be if they are playing European football. You would they would surely get a bigger squad. I mean, I understand he likes he likes you know a, a small squad, but if you're playing Thursday, Sunday, you know every other week or weekend, are these players we're talking about maybe someone like Costa or Cav leaving in the summer? Do you need more players? Are you going to have to have them for a Thursday night or you know, or a Sunday for backup for injuries and stuff like that and just hope that they, that they come through it and that, that, that they probably won't be sold? Well, interesting approach. Um, what do they do? The, the one thing Wolves don't like doing under Foson and under Nuno is bringing in average players to mm-hmm. fill out the squad. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> January, they bought nobody. Yeah. They had the opportunity to. They've got the smallest squad in the whole league. Yeah. What what would most clubs do in that situation with a tiny squad mm-hmm. and fighting on two fronts? They'd bring yeah. in players, wouldn't they? They'd bulk it out. Of course, they didn't do it. it. They refused to do it. Nuno, in particular, refused. He was given a whole host of strikers in January, yeah, and said no to all but one of them, i.e., Tammy Abraham, mm-hmm. because he he wanted somebody who was as good as Raúl Jiménez. Sure, those are the standards they set. Are they going to lower those standards because they've got more games next season? Don't know. It would be unlike them. They've got so much faith in youth. You know, we saw yeah. Niall Ennis with a nice little cameo the other night. Mm-hmm. Do, do uh, Brian Giles? Mm-hmm. You know, lots of lots of guys coming through. Do, do they do they stick those in the Europa League team if, yeah. if that were to happen? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We saw. Uh, I think was it West Ham who qualified a couple of years ago. Bought a whole host of bang average players to fill out their squad. Yeah, and had, had a terrible season. Mm-hmm. I can't see Wolves going down that route personally. But they do. They do need more players. They do. So, but I'm sure their strategy this summer will be to spend big and improve the first team and mm-hmm. try and take it to the next level. So maybe they'll just is, continue is on that approach. Maybe they just won't periphery? sell as many as they thought they would. Okay. Perhaps. So, so maybe if they weren't if they weren't in the Europa League, mm-hmm. then 
then they'll just add, they'll add to what they've got. They'll keep a similar size squad, yeah. rich, full of quality, and the sure. likes of maybe Costa Cav will move on. Mm-hmm. If if they were in the Europa League, perhaps they'll continue along that route, but there'll be fewer sales. Sure, maybe. Um, and look, when 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 teams like like Wolves finish seventh, or, or fingers crossed, they finish seventh, and then they're in the Europa League. Even when it comes to January, and you see these players on the periphery, and you've seen what they can do with it, albeit Championship level or the odd Premier League game, and they're not getting a look in, that's the t- they're still saleable assets, aren't they? Just because they're not in the picture doesn't mean to say that they're, you know, they're going to be worth next to nothing. I mean, these a team will always see the best in a player, especially a Mendes player. Well, you know, they got four million for, for Danny Bart, which I think yeah. everyone was, was was surprised at, and I'm sure yeah. they'll get a few quid for Bonatini if, if he were to move on. So, yeah, you, you don't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We spoke about Wolves doing Atletico Madrid a favour in in January mm-hmm. by buying Johnny, and I'm sure that there can be a favour put Wolves' way in, in the summer. You know that's that's how our George likes it. Last one of the not, Morgan Gibbs White. Mm. Yeah, just um, I thought him and Sace really. It's so difficult to replace Neves and Matinho. You're never going to replace their quality or style mm-hmm. with Sace and Gibbs White, are you? So it, it's not going to look as pretty. However, the pair of them just kind of got a few basics wrong. I thought, you know, Sace gave the ball away a lot. And Gibbs White probably tried too hard. Um, a few corners hit the first man early on. And then he was trying to kind of a few flicks and rollbacks and whatever. And it just wasn't wasn't quite working for him. However, you know, it's not really his natural position as central mid in, in a four. So, yeah, he's just, he's just kind of levelled off a little bit after that fantastic um, burst of games before Christmas when he was influencing, you know, about five, six, seven games in a row, whether he was starting or off the bench. That's this, kind of this, stopped now, so he needs to get back to that level. This might be a controversial take on Gibbs White, and I'm sure plenty of people will disagree with me. Um, next season, when, let's say, they improve, which I'm sure they will over the summer, I know that they're fighting, hopefully, on two fronts. Um, and so you're talking about that squad, and Nuno's a big fan of his. For me, Morgan Gibbs White will not be in a, in the first team as a regular next season. I'd be very surprised if he is. Um, but great to have around the squad and a great to have around, you know, very important and integral to Nuno's in the future and Wolves in the future, in the next five or ten years. I would love to see him play and go on loan to a Championship club for at least the first six months of the season and get regular football. I think this kid needs regular football in the position that he enjoys the most and given, you know, almost like a free role. Um, and playing week in week out, I mean that's that's for me is what would happen to some similar to what Harvey Barnes has had from West Brom, and then he's coming to the Leicester side now. He was one of the best performers against Manchester United at the weekend. I think I think they need to do something similar with Morgan Gibbs White. Can you hear the rain, by the way? Yeah, I can hear it. Actually, can you hear it? it's, yeah, it's hammering pa- down, it's pounding against mm. the windows. Mm. Gibbs White. Hmm. I Disagree. Think I, um. Do you know? Do you know what I disagree about? Is that send them alone to a Championship club? I think they'd look for a, for a Premier League club. You know, if, if Wolves are considered a top half Premier League team, I think they'd be looking to loan him to one of the teams that comes up. You know, they'd certainly start looking at that. But he you wants know, regular say, football. If, 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 if Sheffield United came up or something, you know, maybe get yeah. fit in their team or Middlesbrough. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I understand that, but there's no guarantee. I think there's more of a guarantee with a Championship team that he's going to make a big difference do you know what I mean he's going to play every week like you know what happens in Premier League teams you know especially a team like you know come up from the championship the the need is to win and win quickly to to get points on the board they can quite easily just drift to the bench 
I don't know. I'd like to see him get a, a run of games. I think if he was guaranteed games um, for a Premier League club, then perfect. But uh, I just, I, it's an know, interesting I, one. Yeah, I don't think he'll do it, though. Nuno, no. I, don't, I don't think Nuno's a fan of sending players out on loan because he feels like they pick up bad habits and he he would rather they were on the training ground you know, with him mm-hmm. day after day um, so that his system and the way he wants to play is kind of second nature. I think I think he would think it'd be more beneficial to, for Gibbs White to carry on doing what he's doing now, substitute appearances, cup appearances, mm-hmm. and, and regular training every week. A couple of more polls for you, Tim, to finish off this segment. Um, Two thousand, we voted which Wolves player is most likely to be at another club next season. The choices were Neves, Costa, Cav, and Traore. Now, the, the three you were, <laughs> Neves is obviously a different different beast altogether. And we'll be going for positive, you know, to to a big big club. You'd have thought, uh, but who would you say is the most likely to be at another club next season out of those four? Costa. Okay, I thought Neves and Costa would be would be closer together, just because of you know the, the different connotations. But not Costa was Costa far and away won the poll. Nine percent for Neves, seventy three percent for Costa, nine percent for Cav, and nine percent for Traore. Um. And the other, the other one that I did, uh, why, where do Wolves finish this season? Seventh or any other position? 1,400 votes. What do you reckon, Tim? Where do Wolves finish this season? Seventh or any other position in the Premier League? Ooh, I think that four-point four point gap has got everyone very excited. Mm. Uh, 75%? 69% seventh. say seventh. 69% say seventh. And 31% in any other position, which is... Quite astonishing, really, and, and very exciting. Very exciting. I'll tell you what else was exciting, Tim. Mm-hmm. The Wolverhampton Literature Festival that we attended oh, on Friday oh night. Oh, wow. you, what do you mean? What are you trying to say? Oh, no, it was it was an experience. <laughs> it was. So when you explain to people what, what we were doing at the, at the Wolverhampton Literature I Festival, maybe some people... I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, well, Anne, Anne Widdicombe is there. Yes. Or was there. Yes. Alan Johnson. Yes. Who, you know who he is now, don't you? Yeah, he's a politician <laughs> guy, isn't he? John Cooper Clark. Mm. Yeah, who's he again? Come on, you wrote, um, you wrote all a, this down. He's um, he's a, from, from memory, um, some kind of like poet. Yeah, nice. Yeah, the, pu- the, pu- the punk poet. Punk poet, yes. Uh, Stuart Lee. Yeah, singer. <laughs> <laughs> singer slash respected comedian. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I do mean respected. Com- oh, I mean, honestly, the, the, this kind of company, and then me and you, right. What the not sure. I'm not sure what we were, sure, what we were doing there, why we were invited. More than 80 people paid for the privilege... Not not in our pockets, by the way. This is the <laughs> yeah. Literature Festival. I wish it was. <laughs> yeah, that'll be different next year, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and it was just kind of it was uh, anyone who came to the podcast in December. By the way, mm. we're doing another one. Um, mm. It was it was the complete opposite to a podcast crowd. Yes. In terms of um, age. Yes. Um, in terms of uh, drunkenness. Yes, very much um, so. In terms of banter levels, <laughs> yes. this is no bad thing. No, um, no, it was it was a nice, refreshing change. Actually, it, you to know, meet it was some normal people. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> none of you rabble. <laughs> <laughs> none, of you, none of you cretins listening to this. Honestly, well, there's a couple. Of, there was a couple of people there who I can guarantee you have never listened to the podcast never. in their life. Because I, I mean, go on. They were just there for the literature. 
Yes. Of, of which we don't... Um, <laughs> ex- it's not really our expertise. We're drawing up a plan for this a couple of hours before of what we're actually going to talk about, about a book that's already sold out. Congratulations, by the way, Tim. Oh, there, there, are, there are a handful left, and I handful do mean a left. handful. And, a, and literally a handful of, yeah. of, of, of on our way back. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we came on stage. Did, first of all, didn't get introduced... Um, I asked for some Backstreet Boys music to be played. Didn't, didn't get played, so we kind of shuffled on stage in front of this crowd. In this, it's like it's a lovely yeah, room, a, a beautiful um, like a, room, like a, lots of like an art gallery almost, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and um, we yes, had microphones. Yes, and a this big, was at Wolverhampton Art Gallery. We should explain big big, big video screen behind us, and uh, yeah, started off with a bit of a gag, and um, um, <laughs> this was this was the noise after the gag. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I, I had a couple of gags in my pocket duly canned ne- never <laughs> to be spoken in public <laughs> the tumbleweed across the room and I was like oh I might have to adapt our, our normal Purell um, entertainment to, to something that's a little bit more highbrow so, I mean look, mate have- you, know, I, you know I love you to bits but without Purell banter you're nothing to be honest <laughs> <laughs> Dead to me. Um, so anyway, yeah. One hour later, we got through it and uh, had a Q and A. It was very, it was a very, a very nice evening, Tim. Of which we 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 finished up in a bar as we normally do, and um, we went to um, Bohemian. Bohemian, yeah. Kate Wright's favourite pub, and also um, Parisian. What's the what's it called? Parisian. Now Parisian was more my type of gaff, to be fair. Oh, I was a bit so more comfortable I, in there. You know, we went to yeah, Bohemian. Very nice. Few mm. Wolves fans in there, etc. And then I think I told I told you about Parisian beforehand. Yes. And we went there, mm. and <laughs> Judah was wearing some Vans, and the bouncers questioned whether these were trainers. Oh, Judah, what while while irked uh, <laughs> at having his footwear questioned, was delighted that we were in a place in Wolverhampton that operates those kind of levels <laughs> of uh, of whether you're wearing shoes or not. And then the, the staff in way well, walked it was, in, it was and he was just like, it was bittersweet. Yeah, you, he w- walked in, turned around to me and said, this is my kind of place. Oh, it's a yeah. very nice cocktail bar, staff kind of, staff all shirted up with dicky bows tight, and everything. Tight white shirts, Tim, some braces, slick back, you know, there were some, some flames. As soon as there's a flame in a cocktail, you're in my type of joint. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So a no, good good night was had. And um, yeah, as, as for Literature Festival, um, nice to kind of, well, we just chatted Wolves for an hour, didn't we? And nice to kind of yeah. share a few kind of inside mm. secrets and mm. stuff and... Um, mm. And I hope you enjoyed it, everybody. Tim, shall we shall we get some questions from the beautiful people? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Who was that? Uh, what? Famous wrestler. Oh yeah. You know, you know that I don't know. Oh, come on, Macho Man, man. Macho Man, Macho Man, Randy Savage. Nacho okay, um, Man. Talking about talking about talking about K Wright and her, her affinity with Bohemian uh, Bar. Do you think that Fosun's focus this year is just finishing as high up in the league as possible for the revenue, or do you think they see the FA Cup now as something they should go out and try and win? Good question. I'm not sure. It, I'm not. I'm not sure it's one without the other. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure they have like a list where they say you know this is one, this is two. Mm-hmm. And I think, as far as the FA Cup goes... But you talked about them maybe, di- potentially, and maybe not, directly saying, look, we need to go for the FA Cup, FYI, just in yeah, case... Yeah, maybe, yeah. Well, you know, Nuno, what Nuno thinks is different to what Fosun thinks, perhaps. Mm-hmm. What I would say is that if Wolves finish seventh, amazing. Yes. As far as exposure goes, mm-hmm. winning the FA Cup obviously grants you a, a hell of a lot more. 
mm-hmm. and winning a trophy brings with it e- e- enormous gravitas mm-hmm. overseas. So um, it will, yes, of course, they'd love to win it. Yeah. But it won't, uh, won't have been in their plan, though, will it? You know, Fosun, th- so methodical. They won't have been thinking about the FA Cup this year. True. But now, now it's... Now it's there, and you know, a winnable game to get them to the quarters. You know, that mm-hmm. I'm sure that they'll, I'm sure that they'll be um, extremely keen to see Wolves progress. Of course, they would. Okay, uh, next question is from Sam at WWFC. Sam, is Dendonka the best signing of the season considering the price? Well, him and Jimenez on loan, so yeah. <laughs> Cannot argue with that, and even well, twelve million looks like a snip, doesn't it, for next mm. summer? Mm. Amazing what, though the turnaround really from seeing him, seeing next to nothing of him. They've made some phenomenal signings, and yes, it's all a bit you know questionable with the Mendes links, but five million for Matinho is is just incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh yeah, good shout, um, Brian. Says, um, do you think the stadium proposals will begin at the end of the season? If not, how long do you think before it starts? Uh, I think we'll know soon. Okay. I think there'll be an announcement soon, and um, well, there has to be because they'll be putting out the um, the season ticket details as they tend to do every every February March. So you know we'll know we'll know soon, yeah. and I think um, I think the plans the plans should be in place this summer. Whether they press the button this summer remains to be seen. Okay. Um, Ava Sidetree says, "Does Costa have a future at the club?" Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think he does. You can't, we can't we can't write him off just yet. It's still no. only February. He's, he's got a chance to turn this round. It's just got to be sooner rather than later, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, Dan Mason, given that we're class and getting better, do you find um, cre- yourself creeping into fan mode more whilst working? Is that you or me? Well, I think both. <laughs> uh, no, not really. No. No, none, none more so than um, than recent than other years. Okay, I mean, I'm fully yourself. Involved. I'm fully involved. I'm fully involved. Love these. Love, love this team. Um, Aidan Callahan, um, who are three targets for the summer that we would love to, but who are also gettable? What areas do we need to strengthen? Who might we lose? I mean, that's it's a big question. Um, I would say that obviously striker is the main target. Um, or one of the main targets, and I would love, and we've discussed this in the podcast before, if Fulham go down, I would be putting a big bid in for Mitrovic 100%, because I think he plays exactly like Raul, and I think he'd be perfect to have them two in, in tandem, or, you know, let's say we are in Europe, Thursdays and, Thursdays and Sundays, one player's one, and then the ben- you know, then you're benching the other, and, and the other one flip-flops in the league. I mean, that's, when, when Middlesbrough went on their, their Europa League run, um, they had, they had a, a, and they did so well that year. So they got to the Europa League final and they finished seventh in the league. They had they had Viduka, Hasselbank, and Yakubu, and they basically rotated those three strikers and played two up front with with one of them being on the bench, and it worked so well. I think you need at least two, if not three, strikers if Wolves are going to do that next season. Yeah, I mean, it costs an awful lot of money. Are they are they going to pay more for him than they than they are for Jimenez? I mean, it costs twenty two million to go to Fulham. What you yeah. what he's got to increase his value this year. Done Absolutely. really well in the Premier League, so you're probably looking at 35 plus, aren't you? Yeah. Would they pay that for someone who wouldn't be first choice? I, I don't think so. You don't. I don't think so. You think uh, they might go back in for Tammy Abraham? Maybe, although they'll have been burned burned by what happened in January because they were so convinced that they got him, and then it was a very late turnaround. So I, I'm not sure if they'd go back for him. Mm-hmm. 
with with Mitrovic, I mean, there's always a chance if they were in the Europa League that that they might get knocked out in July, and all of True. a sudden, you know, you've got you've got someone you've paid thirty five million for who's only on the bench. So, yeah, but you can't you can't keep on having you know no injuries. I don't know. Can you? We've been saying this for a year and a half now. No, you can't. Someone someone's going to have a horrendous tackle at some point. It's just the nature of the beast. Got for, so, the record is is phenomenal. You know, it's not it's not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. As, as far as up, I think, I think they'll be looking to upgrade in in pretty much every position apart from keeper. Yeah, yeah. Um, cer- certainly centre half, certainly because they are a bit short of um, expert centre halves now. Mm-hmm. Sais and Dendonka filling in, but you know they need some proper proper centre halves there mm-hmm. to add to what they've got. I think they need another wing back as well, mm-hmm. and then they'll upgrade on on the I think on the forwards as well. If if unless these guys are going to step up, yeah. Um, question here from Paul Byrne is the FA Cup being spoiled by only having selected games using VAR surely this provides an advantage to those benefiting from VAR whilst non-VAR games leave teams to rule what might have been yeah I think I think it's, but then it's a difficult one you want it at every ground but then you know Newport's ground probably can't do it can it mm. it's, it's, yeah. but it should be that. yeah it should be one for all shouldn't it mm-hmm, I think so no, no replays in the fifth round, by the way, for people, mm. people who don't know. Yeah, very interesting. Could uh, be penalties at Ashton Gate. Oh, God. Can you imagine? God, I think I could watch. It's going um, to be a, a, a fantastic game, that is. I know we'll talk about it next week, but they've won seven in a row. Have they? And they hate Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Lot, no love lost after last season. But didn't yeah? But didn't didn't weren't there a similar run last season when Wolves went there and then they got complete then the Wolves beat them and they went completely off the rails after that. It seems like Lee Johnson's way. The his teams are either on a on an amazing run or a terrible one. Yeah, go, going back to um going back to the bag which we'll discuss in a little bit I think because I did ask you to have a look at the best answers and you were going to announce the winner on the podcast. Ooh. Do you look at that for me when I gave you yeah. the homework? Um, Lee someone said Lee Johnson was in the bag which I thought was quite funny. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll go after this after this after the next few questions and David Sutton after Niall Ennis's debut on Tuesday do you think he can make the step up to be a regular member of the squad maybe baby I thought he looked good mm. um, in his five minutes certainly confident got a nice early touch and played in Jimenez mm-hmm. been around a while yes I, I've been speaking about this guy ever since I started the job in 2015 as as one who can come through um, mm-hmm. when he was 16 very highly regarded he's now 19 Two serious injuries, you know. Later, yeah, showed great mental strength to come back, and and doesn't look like, um, well, lo- looks as good as he did kind of before, really. So now he's, how quickly can he progress? I mean, he benefits from the fact that Benny Ashley Seal is out on loan, obviously. Yeah, Rafa Mir, can't forget about him. He's out on loan. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he'd have been next in line if it wasn't for those. But hey, if he's in and around it now, honestly, these guys are training with the first team week after week. Yeah. Gaining valuable experience, I can see him playing again before the end of the season. You mm-hmm. know, let's let's see how Absolutely. he can do. Definitely, and, and, and great to see a Wolverhampton-born player in the first team. How great is that? It's you know, d- obviously with Danny from Briley Hill. I know it's not Wolverhampton, but not far away. Danny Bart with him having moved on. You know, you need these local lads around. Mm-hmm. So he's been there. He's already been with Wolves twelve years. Can you believe? Wow. Give him a testimonial as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> John Walters, uh, are Wolves and Fosen ahead of where they plan to be in the first season in the Premier League? Yes. Yeah, t- t- top 10 was the aim this season, or slash mid-table security. 
and then the push for Europe was supposed to be next year. So again, they're a year ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, from you know, the, the promotion was was two years under Nuno, and they did it in one. And now now look where they are. They're just um, surpassing our expectations every year. Just uh, just got just got one from Simon Mills here. Never stunning. Uh, do you do you and Andrew to star get a men- do you, did you know that you and Andrew to star get a mention on the stadium tour? What? We get a mention on the stadium tour? No, we don't. No, I'm not having that. Well, what, is that, is that when they go to the press box? Is it? Do they go oh, to the press? Know. Maybe they go to the press box. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's, I mean, maybe we have to go on the stadium tour to see if we get a mention. <laughs> you need to get to the museum. I've been telling oh, you this I do. for months. Well, why do we do the museum and the stadium tour in a well, day? We'll take a camera around with us and do that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get a date in. Let's what? sort it out. It's not, it's not a date. Why? It's Valentine's Day soon. <laughs> yeah. I thought we could do this next Thursday. Um, come yeah, on, you, let's do you, that. You've, got, great you've day. got to do the museum. You've got to. Well, you said you were going to come with me if we did the museum. Yes, you I, can explain it all in history. Yeah, well, you do get a guide when you're going around there. Well, you know, I, I'd rather have you there with me. Oh, that's sweet. Come on, let's do it. Yeah, no, totally. I'm up for it. Are you really, or are you just saying yeah. that and then you're not? Is that like you were up for buying me Costa um, Costa coffees for for a season when you lost the Ricky Lambert bet? But you know, yeah, I'm up for it. Or, <laughs> or is, it, is, it, is, it is it? I am actually up for it. I'm up for it. Uh, Sam Mills, what's your? Because you know, obviously you said that. That's just crazy. And what are your top top three and worst three players of the season so far? So let's let's we've talked about top three. Who are your worst three players of the season so far? Who would you say? Blimey. Costa. Costa, I think Costa will be one. Certainly, yeah. You're talking about underwhelming here, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, underwhelming. I'm going to say Traore. Harsh, but I think... I think given the hype and the fee, I think that's that's fair fair enough. Although he's he's improved a lot since Christmas. Sorry, I lost you there. I lost you there, I lost you there. What did you say? Um, uh, Given the hype and the fee, um, Mm. yes. Although, yeah, he's improved a lot since Christmas. Mm -hmm. Number three, who would number three be? I'm not sure there is a third, really. I mean, you'd have to say Bonatini. Um, I guess, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. One goal. Captain Buzzkill, RN, uh, pre-match fireworks, etc. Yes or no? Obviously, there weren't any after the the incident um, the other night. Um, but do you, would you scrap them all together? Do you think they will scrap them all together? I wonder what they'll do. I mean, it's it's an opportunity to. To get rid of them, isn't it? Because you can't do this forever. Do you know what I mean? No. Um, you, you, you can't. You can't do fireworks for every game for the rest of time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's too expensive, surely. And the novelty will wear off. I, I thought they probably can them for next season. Yeah. So it might be a good opportunity just just to stop it now. I, I think they can. I think they can do something great with the fire and the and the floodlights and the, and the music kind of combining yeah. all that. So. We'll, we'll see what happens. You know, they're kind of having an, an uh, internal investigation into ha- into how it happened. Mm-hmm. There was no fire against against Shrewsbury. Yeah, I don't there. know why there was no fire. Um, I assume maybe the same pyrotechnic company that supply the fireworks do the fire potentially. Mm, maybe fair just all intertwined. I'm not sure. We'll have to see. Fair shout. So yeah, we'll, we'll see for we'll see for Newcastle if they're uh, if they're back. Okay, another another couple of questions, and we'll, we'll have you got any emails for me, Tim, or not? Yes. Okay, and we'll do a couple of emails. Um, Adam Cox, who is the most underrated Wolves player currently out on loan? Hmm. Oh, Bright's doing very well, by the way, for Coventry. He scored the other day, uh, getting rave reviews. Bright's Ina Bakari. It's good. good to see. 
I mean, Connor Ronan is is delicious. Yeah, I've spoken about before. Lo- love mm-hmm. that little guy. Mm-hmm. Who else is out on loan? Maybe Zyro. Remember him? Oh, he's brilliant. Well, he's, what, what's he doing? Tell me another Zyro update. He's in Poland. And at a club I've never heard of. And um, there he is. And what's he doing? Is he, do, is he, he doing is. any? Is he? Is he? Is he uh, well, you look at his stats. Has he done anything um, since he's been there, Tim? Playing some football, he is. Well, that's good. He's playing some football. I mean, we like to see that, don't we? I mean, he had a horrible injury and um, obviously on loan at at Charlton last year, but just while he was on the bench, really for them as well. So two appearances for Pogon Schnetzin. Pardon. <laughs> Maybe he's had some injury. Hello. Problems. Hello. Hello. So you're drifting in and out a little bit more this time. So what did you say about him finishing? Uh, two appearances for Pogo Schetzin. Pogo Schetzin, right? Okay. Any goals? No. Any assists? Uh, doesn't say. Should I tell you who can assist you, Tim? <laughs> I love it. Very good. Wolf- yeah. Wolverhampton <laughs> Building Supplies. They can assist you. They can assist you with rock salt for three pound ninety-five pa- pe- Three pounds ninety-five pence in stock and ready to deliver at short notice when the big free sets in, and 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 that is coming very very soon. A family-run business that's small enough to care and big enough to cope. Your one-stop shop for all your DIY and building products. That's give Simon and his team a call at Wolverhampton Building Supplies. Um, we are Tim. Uh-huh. Speaking of um, speaking of supply and demand, putting together a little Wolves live podcast again for people who don't know. We are going bigger, we're going better, and we're taking it on the road. Honestly, guys, you got to come. Please come. <laughs> it's going to be brilliant. Um, yeah, so ticket sales are doing extremely well. All the early birds have gone. Um, they gone. They gone, baby. So if they you want to come, yeah, pick up your ticket. We're going to announce a couple of guests on Monday. Special guests who are going to join us on the night. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to reveal those. Yeah. And yeah, so it's at the Pavilion on Stafford Road. Fantastic venue. Great big stage. Great big bar. Mm, huge bar. Hundreds that was the first of seats. Thing you looked at when you went to the venue, like right. Let's it was. Go to the bar. Yeah. Let's see how big it is. Let's see if there's any specials on. There's some decent prices there. Uh, at Jaeger bombs for the for the for the douchebags who bought us Jaeger bombs post post poddy, which made me paralytic by by eleven thirty. There's an offer on them. I mean, it could get messy quickly. I mean, I think you made that up, but um, I, I did try to find some Jagermeister behind the bar and I couldn't find any. But we'll provide our own. <laughs> Can't um, bring but, to the venue. Yeah, so it's uh, <laughs> yeah, true. Um, it's Tuesday, nineteenth of March. That's 19th in the March, that's yeah. in the internet. Start of the international break. Mm-hmm. It's going to be two hours plus. I think yes. we'll probably do about two and a half, won't we? Yes. Of banter, um, proper bants. Lots of audience interaction, and yeah, a c- couple yeah. of special guests. And and food to purchase on the night as well. And you can buy food. Yeah, no, mm. no need to order a Domino's this time. No. For whoever did that last time. I'm sure and that would be impressive. If someone goes outlandish and orders something else. We'll have to see. Yes, and myself and Nathan, well, it's got to be Chinese for you, isn't it? Yes, oh yes, some order a beef chow mein and sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> uh, I'll quite, ha- quite happily chomp on that for, throughout the, the first hour and a half. Quite. Um, so I think me and Jude have both um, pinned the tickets tweet to our profile, Twitter profiles, so that's the best place to find it. And yeah, special guests announced on Monday. Yeah, definitely. I really hope that you're not dipping in out and people can hear you because you are definitely um, a little bit... A little bit um, out of sync at the moment, but hopefully you'll 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 come back into it quickly. So let's go on to some emails, please. Timothy. Emails. Emails. E-mails. Emails. Hit me with some, please. 
emails. When I say when I say a few, I'd like to just a couple, please, just just a sprinkle because we are getting on with time. And um, we've had one from Amar M who right. asks about who asks about Costa. So I think um, I, I think I think we've done that. Yeah, Although, look, we've lo- I mean, there's a lot of questions as well that we didn't get to, but we have kind of uh, touched them in um, you know in the, in at the start of the podcast. Although he makes a nice point about saying how Costa's injury was related to his Achilles, aside from the obvious Greek mythology connotations, I mm-hmm. feel this has taken his powers away. <laughs> um, okay. Sadly, it was an ankle injury, but um, mm-hmm. I, felt, I felt that was worth reading out anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, P. Mansell, one of our regulars. Oh, yes, Mance. Su- suggests that Noon has been listening to the podcast. Um, I remember our impotency from set pieces was mentioned a lot before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, we score from a set piece in almost every game. Right. What's the difference? Better delivery or better movement? Probably a bit, bit of both. both. Really. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Moutinho's delivery has definitely improved. I think from set piece. I think that's absolutely one hundred percent. I'm sure he's been working on that um, behind the scenes for sure. Alex Yates gives us a hit miss or meh option. Go on. On the following five statements. Okay. One Traore is a more expensive Brighton Bakari. Hello. Yeah, I'm thinking. Okay. I'm, going to say, I'm going to say miss. Um, Cav has always carried a goal threat and deserves a consistent run in the team. Uh, I would say hit, and I would also say if Jota's not fit to play um, on Monday night, then I would actually play Cav in Jota's position. Three, the new segment segment should be a fixture every week on the poddy. Meh. <laughs> Four, Jimenez should be made permanent at all costs in the summer. 1,000% hit. Just give them the money. And five, 24 stone Nathan needs a parody account on Twitter. It's actually 21 stone 13 pounds, so let's not go cray-cray. Um, but yes, the, 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 there's plenty of parody accounts on there. Isn't there, isn't there a Mrs. Spears account? Uh, not that I've seen. That's news to me. Yeah, there is. There's a, there's a, there's a Mr. Spears or a Mrs. Spears account. I've seen that plenty of times. No? There's a there's a mister there's well there's a got there's there's oh there's always someone who's who's um a nutter pretending to be me which I yeah. find a bit weird mm-hmm. yeah a lot of weirdos out there so that was your ask Nathan segment for That's the week Nathan. thank you very much for that <laughs> yeah absolutely um and Craig Maudsley mm-hmm. says I just recently I just enjoyed a trip to Liverpool for the Everton game mm. and it raised a question for me if you had the choice between all of our wins being dominant calm controlled displays like West Ham and Everton. All being thrilling last-minute victories like Leicester, mm. which would you choose? Oh goodness! I mean, uh, I mean, if you knew that they were going to win, then you'd probably take the, the the drama. But I don't know. I don't know if for, for, for skin and, and wrinkles and stress, <laughs> you'd rather have you'd rather have um, you'd rather have an easy three a three nil a three one win, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, yeah. You can't have those Leicester games every week because they just you just they become commonplace. Yes, very much. That, so, that's yeah. why they're so special, special because mm. they're so rare. Mm. Um, I'll tell you what isn't rare. Mm. Abuse of the week. <gasps> Abuse of the week. Abuse of the Abuse of the week. It's abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Yeah, baby. Give me some abuse, please. Timothy. So. So. Um. In in the week, Mm. Wolves play Shrewsbury. Little chant from the South Bank, predominantly, to the Shrewsbury fans. Mm -hmm. You're Welsh, and you know you are. 
Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, um, I mean, Shrewsbury's only about 20 miles from Wales. Yes. Although it's a nice little joke. Um, mm, yeah, ge- yeah, it's harmless, harmless. Geographical banter. Yes, very much so. It's something that I'm um, very, very good at, and I'm, I do miss a little bit of massive in, but we'll, we'll maybe come to that <laughs> um, another time. So I, I thought, you know, nice little ditty. Apparently Shrewsbury fans get this sung to them every single week. Okay. Um, but Wolves only play them every few years because they're mm. not very good. Ooh, so. hello. <laughs> so, anyway, um, Patrick uh, McElvenna mm. replies with a gentle... Is this... Ger- uh, I tweeted that out, basically. Yeah. Just tweet, Wolves fans to Shrewsbury, you're mm. Welsh and you know you are. Mm-hmm. He says, is this ger- journalism or tribalism? Tribalism? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Jackie Oatley retweeted it. Mm. Kent Hatter, strange mm. name, replies, "Good work, Jackie Oatley, retweeting casual racism." Wow, <laughs> casual <laughs> racism. Are you um, on glue? <laughs> <laughs> and then Jack at, at Salop Jack mm. uh, retweets my tweet and says, "And you're a raging nonce, but you don't hear me harp on about that, do you, Spears?" No, uh, we see plenty. Nonce words boring now. We need, yeah, boring. You need better. You need better. Uh, Dave Clive starred in last week's mm-hmm. edition of Abuse of the Week mm-hmm. um, with some quite phenomenal tweets aimed in my direction and nobody else, uh, really. I haven't blocked him. You can keep going. Yeah, go for it, son. Knock yourself out. Everton's goal last weekend. Mm-hmm. A little run from deep from Andre Gomez. Yes. And then he smashed one in the in top corner, didn't he? Fantastic goal. Unstoppable. Uh, I said uh, Andre Gomez with a rasper from just inside the box, unsavable. Very much. Not, yeah, not, but not tracked from midfield. Mm-hmm. Now, because he, he kind of plays DM, doesn't he, Gomez? Um, yes, he does. And was yeah, kind of well, wasn't tracked by any of the three midfielders. No, thought that's fair enough. Very much so. Not going to Dave Clive. What? F off, D head. <laughs> Cody shouldn't have, shouldn't have bottled it and turned his back. Should have taken it in the chest. <laughs> Standard Tim blaming foreigners. <laughs> oh God, really? So apparently Andre Gomez's 18-yard <laughs> oh, thwack yeah. um, was all Connor Cody's fault. Oh, <laughs> and that was just me blaming the foreigners. Brilliant. <laughs> you can't win, can you? No, you cannot win. Not with Brilliant. Dave Clive. Oh, dear. There you good go. Stuff, That's this week's stuff. Abuse of the Week. Good stuff, Abuse of the Week. Uh, I just got one. I uh, went to uh, West Bromwich Albion on Wednesday night, which was a very, very nice um, draw going to extra time and penalty, uh, nearly penalties against uh, against Brighton. Um, my first tweet of the night just said, "I'm here, looking forward to a big game." Um, one West Brom, one reply, one West Brom reply, four letter word just said, "See you next Tuesday." <laughs> <laughs> so lovely, excellent news. Anyway, um, also um, one of our emailers mm. um, pointed me in the direction of an American uh, YouTube fan. Right. Um, who's been saying some stuff about wolves. I'm just going to play ooh, oh. a few seconds of uh, this guy. You ready? Go on, go on. Can't hear it. Can you not hear it? No, can't hear it. Can you put the volume up, please? Award-winning uh, podcast this is. Silence is superb. How's that? No, not really. I can hear a little bit in the background. Oh, do you know what? It doesn't matter. Oh, okay, great stuff. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, God, this is what I've got to work with. Right, Newcastle United, Monday night football. Uh, in front of the sky cameras, the bright lights. It's Monday night football. What are we thinking? Uh, Timothy Spears. 
I mean, look, it's got to be a winnable game, right? Winnable, right? Yeah, definitely. They have they have improved recently. I mean, they're at the bottom three. Mm-hmm. Narrow defeat at Spurs uh, the other day. Um, they've brought in Almiron. Good yeah, player. I don't know about. I think is he set to make his his debut. I know, but MLS a good play, good play in the MLS. I mean, you you'd be half decent playing the MLS. <laughs> um, I mean, the home form was their biggest problem, but they have turned it around a little bit recently. Um, yeah. Certainly in the league, beat Cardiff three mm-hmm. nil, and then obviously beat Man City last week, which nobody was expecting. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, only only beaten by a late goal at Spurs, one nil defeat. What a so for keeping out that was, by the way. Yeah, so he's he's improved them defensively, which is obviously yeah. what, what Benitez is very good at. However, you know what, what you're looking at from Wolves really is is a repeat of that West Ham performance, mm-hmm. um, dominant from start to finish, preferably an early goal. You know, I think I think we know that Newcastle will sit back and try and make it difficult for Wolves and, yeah. and try and hit them on the break. Yeah, Rondon I thought was was pretty good at St James's Park against Wolves. You know, the other month. Doesn't no, he's definitely. I mean, ago. yeah, yeah, ex baggy. Well, dis- baggy, I say ex baggy. He's a baggy going going coming to Molyneux winter because he's still he's still contract. Yeah, so he'll get a bit of stick. So will John Joe Shelby if he comes on. Although he hasn't played for a little while, mm. not really in their first team these days. It's it's not a great team. I think he's doing great work with that team to to keep them a, a, above the bottom three. To be honest, yeah, it's not great at all. No, it's not. I mean, Matt Rich isn't you know very good player, but you go through, you go through the rest of them. Longstaff, I know, has done very well, but Hayden, Atsu, Perez... They're decent championship players, but nothing more than that, are they? They're no, just well, they, very they've, well just, drilled. they've had no investment whatsoever, so they're hoping no. that, they, that the two they bought in in January, left back from Monaco and then Almiron, mm-hmm. will um, find them to safety, but I, I think they'll be in it until the, until the bitter end, to be honest. Agreed. And look, look. if Wolves play like they have done, then they should be winning these games. And these are the games they need to, to pull away from now. They've, they've got a good run of fixtures, but they've, they've messed up with when when, um, when when they had this kind of a run you know, a month or so ago or a month and a half ago. Now they need to really be ruthless, don't they? Well, since... I mean, I'll have to look it up. But since, since they came from behind to beat Chelsea... Yeah. Just before the last podcast we did, wasn't it? Live podcast. Mm. And then and then they went and beat Newcastle away the game after that. Doherty's last minute winner. And then Bournemouth mm. at home. Since then, I think they've only lost to Man City, Liverpool and Palace. Wow. And Palace is the only one where... The only outright, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the other two are absolutely fair enough. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they're on a phenomenal run of form. In the middle of that, they've had this formation change. We've seen Dendonka and Jota come in and make huge mm-hmm. impacts. Um, Jimenez scoring for fun recently as well. Yeah. So everything's going to come together. The problem they had in in October when they went through this run was the formation. They were overrunning midfield. I don't think it was complacency, you know, against the likes of Watford and Huddersfield at home. But we'll see now. We'll see on Monday. Are they a proper team? Are they here to stay? Mm-hmm. Um, or are they going to get? Com- or was it complacency last time around when they went through their bad run? I don't think it was. And I think they've got more than enough to beat Newcastle. And I think they will. And they've got some vitamin D to come back, uh, to come back from as well. So it should be refreshed um, with a little bit of a break. Uh, has missed training today, has been reported, or he's, he's sat out training. Um, so he is the injury doubt. Do we think that he will recover in time? I, I, I don't know. I mean, impossible, impossible I mean, to say. It's, it's, we really hope so, don't we? I mean, he's obviously integral to, to the way this team are playing at the moment. If he doesn't. Then I mean I didn't mention it before. I think Cav might play in a similar position. Do you think that, that that would be the case, or do you think that they would change to a four-three-three? I don't think they'll change formation. I think that's I think that's the last thing that they want to do. You know, mm-hmm. we'd, we'd, you wouldn't want to drop any of those midfielders. No. Then Donga's got to play, and mm-hmm. and so of Jimenez and uh, uh, 
whatever they're called, <laughs> <laughs> Matinho and Neves. Yeah. I think he'll bring in one. I'll probably Traore. Really? You don't think Cav will play? I'd play Cav. No, it's, it's, it's one of those two. It's him or Cav. Mm. Should be interesting. Right? Should we finish up with a prediction? We've gone a little bit over this time. We're one hour and ten minutes. So well, we've apologies. got to do with the with the box, haven't we? As well. Oh bike. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll let's do the box and we'll do finish off with some predictions. Then, so yes, we did. Um, we did have the box, the box, the lunchbox. Said what was in the lunchbox. The best reply to that will win we'll an abuse of the week mug. So Tim, can you um, can you read out the best contenders for what what amused you? Is what was in my lunchbox bag on Tuesday night at Shrewsbury? We had some good ones. Mm. Had some good ones. Uh, Baz, Nathan's box. Baz Chuckle said, "I reckon it was a post-match Chinese for the cinema." Oh, very good, yes, like it. Uh, LM underscore Wooten thought it was Klopp's book of excuses. Uh, we even got a bit of abuse of the week from this one. Uh, Josh, <laughs> Josh Downs said all the good things about Tim Spears' articles. In other words, nothing. Wow. There's nothing in the bag. Wow. Uh, yeah, quite. Um, my friend Chris Hughes says a 12-inch strap-on and a Diane Abbott mask. <laughs> Silence from Judah Incredible. For, for that one. Um, lots of people saying it was Gwyneth Paltrow's head from the film Seven. Oh, lots okay. of people, which okay. yeah is nice, but yeah, far far too many. Great film, by the way. Um, Graham, oh, brilliant. Graham Cope says Tim and Dave Edwards' special sharing blanket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave. Which is quite good. Uh, the winner goes winner. to Ooh, so, one second. One second. Well, it, it's not going to sound that good on the podcast because it's actually a picture, uh, which I'm going to tweet out. Great, some, great. some exceptional Photoshop skills of, of half of my head uh, popping out of your bag, which made me chuckle. I'm going to send it to you. I'll send it to you on WhatsApp now, and hopefully you get it before the end well, of the podcast. Well, you can, you can. I'm sure you'll put it on along with the picture. That I'm going to tweet it out with the podcast. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But the winner of that was Mart. Holiday. Mart Holiday, get in touch with the Martyr, an Abuse of the Week mug that will be on its way to you and we'll have some on sale as well at the live podcast on March the 19th. Right, finish off with the predictions. It is Newcastle United, it is Wolverhampton Wanderers at Molyneux. Nathan Judah will predict it will be Wolverhampton Wanderers 2, Newcastle 0. Who's going to score? I will say that Raul will score 2. Nice, taking his tally mm. to 13 for the season. Mm. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Wolves will sneak it 1 0. 1 0. Not a classic game, bit, no. bit nervy. Moutinho from range. Oh, Moutinho from range, I love uh, that. I've just sent you that picture. Let me have a look now. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Da, 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 da. Oh, that's classy. Yeah, He's gone that. to a bit of effort there with the Oh, Photoshop. no, that's very, very good. That's very good. Definitely worthy of the winner. Congratulations. Who was it again? What's his name? Mart. Mart. Well done, Mart. Uh, right. Thank you, Tim, for um, from um, go, Thank go you. back to go back to the beach. Go back and enjoy your mojitos <laughs> for the afternoon. Say hello to Nuno, and uh, we will see you on Monday night. I'm on you from Tim, from myself. Have a great weekend. Take care. Bye bye.